Good morning. The Loudoun Board of Supervisors has unanimously supported a bill to increase the state's oversight of tolls on the Dulles Greenway, but the State Senate Transportation Committee did not. For Friday, February 1st, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Money Talks, now teach it to hug. For 20 years, your Community Foundation for Loudoun and Northern Fauquier Counties has helped generous donors support causes here at home. I'm Amy Owen, President of the Community Foundation. Won't you join with us and others who wrap their charitable vision and arms around this community? From memorial funds to scholarship funds to donor advised funds, our staff makes it easy and rewarding to create a personal foundation and everlasting legacies. Your wish, your vision, we grant it. Find us at communityfoundationlf.org. Today's Morning Minute is brought to you by the Community Foundation for Loudoun and Northern Fauquier Counties. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The state Senate's Transportation Committee on Wednesday killed a proposal to increase oversight of the Dulles Greenway's operations and tolling. That included votes against from local representatives Senator Jennifer Boisco and Senator Barbara Favola. Senator William Stanley from Central Southern Virginia had proposed a bill to ratchet up the State Corporation Commission's oversight of Virginia's only privately owned highway. That bill would have required distance-based tolling and instructed the SCC to investigate the Greenway's tolls to see if they meet requirements like not discouraging use of the road. For example, do you ever decide not to take the Greenway because of how much the tolls are? That's a requirement that will begin applying to the Greenway for the first time in 10 years if their current deal, which guarantees them annual toll increases, is allowed to expire at the end of this year. Stanley's bill had the unanimous support of the County Board of Supervisors, but failed in that Senate committee 6-7. to James Hook, the CEO of the Australian company that owns the toll road, flew from Sydney to speak against Stanley's bill. He said it would change the deal with the Greenway halfway through its life. This was to be a 50-year concession. And in the first 25 years of the road, we would make losses, and then profits would be made in the last 25 years of the road that would be sufficient to pay off the debt on the losses. The Greenway's owners and operators uh, maintain that the road, despite its tolls, is not profitable today. But the bill's supporters say the Greenway isn't being fair or honest. Stanley's bill would have also required the Greenway to provide full public disclosure of its finances. The Greenway is also guaranteed to make a profit on the road, and the bill would also prevent the Greenway from listing expenses like lobbyists or entertainment against their bottom line when they're making that case. The Greenway's finances are not publicly disclosed, and the road's owners requested that the materials in a Virginia Supreme Court lawsuit from 2016 be sealed and kept from the public. People involved in that lawsuit say those documents reveal more about the Greenway's finances. Here's former state delegate David Ramadan, who led that lawsuit. What was litigated was the out-of-bound actions of this corporation from Australia that plays fuzzy math, and believe it or not, we're still under a non-compete that I can share with you some of the stuff that we saw during that, uh, that state uh, corporation commission case. Uh, because there was so much fuzzy math that was out there, um, and we can't share it. Supervisor Ron Meyer also went down to Richmond to speak in front of the committee. It cost them $400 million to build this road, yet they have more than a billion dollars in debt. Why is it on the backs of my constituents to pay the $600 million plus in debt 
that they've leveraged in some scheme. Still, some people on that committee were worried about the Greenway's threats that tolls would go up even more under Stanley's bill. Here's Senator Boyscow. I'm concerned that my constituents who live at the very beginning and the very end of the toll road are going to get the brunt of this. I'm not feeling confident unless you can give me an absolute guarantee that is in your blood that my constituents will not be impacted in an in a adverse and worse way than they already are. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, on Tuesday, the town of Lovettsville will hold a special election to decide who will fill two seats on the town council dais for the next few years. Councilwoman Rebecca Ontiveros and former Planning Commissioner Buchanan Smith are on the ballot for a term ending June 30th of 2020, and Councilman David Steadman will be on the ballot for a term ending June 30th of 2022. Polls are open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. at residents' usual polling places. This comes after former council members Renee Edmonston and Mike Sennett announced in September that they were resigning. One of Loudoun's most popular shopping spots, not to mention one of its biggest tourist attractions, will be seeing some changes. Leesburg Corner Premium Outlets will undergo extensive renovations beginning earlier this year, they announced yesterday. That includes, among other things, a new food pavilion, redesigned courtyards, new restrooms, an upgraded children's play area, and free public Wi-Fi. The food pavilion will have communal dining tables and outside seating. There will be lounge seating, an outdoor fire pit, and life-sized outdoor games, which I take to mean those giant chessboards or something. All the stores will stay open throughout. And the school board has reassigned about 120 students on the southern end of the county. Some students who would have been going to Eagle Ridge Middle School and Briarwoods High School in the fall will instead go to Stone Hill Middle School and Rock Ridge Middle School. Excuse me, high school. This will keep them at the same schools as the rest of their classmates at Mill Run Elementary. I apologize. I have trouble keeping track of all our schools. School board members agreed they needed to make that change after a different change in December that moves the students in those neighborhoods from Moorfield Station Elementary to Mill Run. School board members could not agree, however, on whether to provide those students with transportation. The majority opposed giving them bus service. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, it's first Friday in Leesburg. International touring artist Indy McKayza will be at McDowell Brew Kitchen from 7 to 11 p.m. with a mix of soul, funk, R&B, rock, and reggae. The Skip Castro Band, one of the East Coast's great party bands, will be at Tally Ho tonight at 7 p.m. And it's Live Music Friday at Blend Coffee Bar in Ashburn at 7 p.m. with Color Theory. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, create an Oscar-winning movie based on the Morning Minute and then snub the awards ceremony to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend and have a great day.